Hello, and welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny, where we talk about all things TV. Today is a little bit of a departure from our normal stuff. We're doing a little an Emmys reaction a week late because, I don't know, we just wanted time to sit with it, I guess. And also, <laughs> we didn't have time. That's just how it played out. <laughs> yep. I don't think anyone else was like glued to the Emmy nominations the way no, we might have been anyway. We've got some time before anything actually happens with them too, so... Good time to think about it, talk about it, mull it over. Before we do get into it, you are unaware, the actors, SAG, has joined the Writers Guild on strike, and we just wanted to formally state that we are, you know, in solidarity with the strikers. We think they should get paid because we enjoy their work so much. Did you see the either TikTok or Reel that was like Kimiko Glenn, the actress from Orange is the New Black, posting her residual check for Orange is the New Black? It was like $27. I didn't see it, but I saw an article where she was quoted and then a bunch of the other Orange is the New Black people were quoted saying just like they basically, one of them was hired. I wish I remembered their names, but yes, I I read about the check. It's crazy. That's crazy. Orange is the New Black It's so insane that you could be on, like Netflix is like founding streaming series well at least one of them there were like a few back in like 2012 that sort of put them on the map for original content and that was definitely one of them and to be it yeah clearly the system needs to change we fully support them we as double take will continue to make our podcasts we're still looking at the guidance as it comes out from sag from the wga about you know what we're allowed to talk about what we should be talking about what we shouldn't what's helpful to them in standing and showing support. So as of now, we will we will plan to put out podcasts. We will be putting out, as of now, our Veronica Mars podcasts each week and figuring out what the rest of our content will look like. So bear with us as the guidance is very new. Uh, it's all, you know, being posted and figured out kind of like in real time. So we're we're in it with you guys, just learning and applying what we know. So yeah, should we get into Emmy Emmy nomination chats, specifically snubs and surprises, I think are the the most exciting things to talk about. But we could talk about it all. Where do you want to start, Jenny? Well, we could start wherever. I actually do. I'm going back what real quick because I want you in particular, Jess, if you haven't seen it. But the guy who plays Kirk, Sean Gunn, I believe is his name, is also has an interview talking about how little he's gotten in residuals. And he's freaking Kirk. He does so many jobs. Anyway, that's all. The Gilmore Girls is also like a huge moneymaker for Netflix. I I saw a tweet that was like, if the way Mariah Carey gets, you know, paid a lot every Christmas for (laughs) residuals or however it works for music because of her, all I want for Christmas is you, that should be the actors in Gilmore Girls every fall when every girl watches, (laughs) rewatches Gilmore Girls. And if it's not, which it sounds like it's not, then that is, yeah, that is a shame. The residual system just sounds very broken. Definitely. All right. Sorry. Sorry to drag us back into that, but um, just wanted to mention Kirk real quick. We Do you want to... I don't have on the tip of my tongue snubs right now, but I think as we talk about it... I got a lot of snubs, but I got okay. other things we could talk about first, just yeah, to go. set the scene. So I'm assuming many of our listeners may not have may not have the Emmy nominations seared into the Memorized. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure you guys even know what's what's happening there. So I figure as we talk, we can kind of mention, maybe not list everything, but just mention some of the notable things. But to start with, the shows that got the most nominations overall, Succession, 
led the shows with 27 nominations across all categories. Not too surprising. Including our faves. Oh, I was just going to say like Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong, Kieran Culkin, Sarah Snook. Yeah. What was notable, which I was going to say was that the best actor category, having three actors from Succession, which you just named, Mm -hmm. uh, the ones you named except Sarah Snook, obviously, that apparently is a new record for three three best actor noms for the same show within one category in one year. Uh, They deserve it. It's an interesting move, though, because... If they wanted, hmm. if they wanted someone to win from that category, probably the splitting of the votes seems potentially problematic. So, but True. we can talk about that later. I think there's more to say. In terms of the other TV shows leading the pack of total nominations, Succession at number one with 27 noms, The Last of Us in second with 24, yay. <laughs> number three is The White Lotus season two with 23 nominations, just one less than The Last of Us, and. In terms of which streaming service or network, but it's obviously a streaming service, got the most nominations overall, it was maybe not surprisingly HBO Max slash just Max mm-hmm. with 127 nominations and Dang. Netflix in second with 103. So that's maybe, maybe none of that was surprising. I feel like validated, but also like maybe, maybe too too much of a cliche that like my favorite shows are also the three that got the most nominations it is a little surprise i mean it's not surprising i was netflix is still such a powerhouse but i feel like a lot of the discourse lately has been like why do we even need netflix like i don't really even watch netflix anymore they're making me pay for my own login like that was a little bit some of the energy going on especially when they announced their crackdown on password sharing but like it's pretty clear they've still got a lot of shows that people love and watch it's uh Didn't you say the second most nominations? Yeah, but it was odd because I read that and I actually was like, wait, really? Because off the top of my head, I don't think they were nominated for best drama series or best comedy series. So they've got a lot of like smaller. Yeah. What were all their nominations nominations for? And then just again, off the top of my head, I did not do a deep dive this morning into this, but I know like Carrie Russell got nominated for The Diplomat. Mm. I know uh, Jenna Ortega got nominated for Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday Uh, must be a big one, though. Wednesday got a few, like a lot of the technical ones, too. Right. Um, Technical, like sound design, I think, production design, et cetera. So I feel like it had to be a lot in there. I don't know. It just seemed like Netflix was kind of sneaky in that because I like, I'm pretty sure. And now I'm actually looking at it. I don't think that any of these best overall series shows are theirs. So that is that is interesting. Mm. So I think we're still right. <laughs> Just blanketly Skeptical. sort of like, I don't know if we need Netflix or not. I wouldn't but say. For those of you who watch the TV shows for the technical, you know, for the sound and <laughs> like maybe Netflix is your streaming service. Oh, The Crown is Netflix's, right? Okay. Yeah. So there's one show. I'm I'm now mm. looking at the list. There's one show that is Netflix's in the, oh, no, Wednesday's also on there. Oh, I'm looking right at it. My brain's not working this morning. <laughs> Okay, so two of like sixteen are there. Yeah, and yeah, that's my. Those are sort of my overall like things to note. I have a lot of snubs written down and some surprises. I want to start mm-hmm. with the big categories and just talk about them, if that's yeah, okay with you. It. So if we start with, and I've got the list in front of me. Do you as well? I do. Uh, yes. Yep, I do. Okay. If we start with Outstanding Drama Series. That's where mine starts too. Yay. I was 
not pleased that House of the Dragon was on this list, but I was not surprised. That is that was my only thought there. Having followed the Emmys decently closely, I say that, but like not really. Just sort of like I pay attention a little bit to whether or not the shows that I like end up on the list year after year. There are more in the category than I remember. And it just seems like they could have like sharpened this list down. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if House of the Dragon needed to be in there for outstanding drama series. I liked the Lord of the Rings prequel situation more and i understand that it wasn't like high art in many ways but neither was house of the dragon i agree with you yeah i mean again it's very much not surprised that it's on there and yeah there being eight thing eight shows in both these categories outstanding drama and outstanding comedy i feel like everything's on there i don't like i wouldn't really say anything was was snubbed anything remotely talked about yeah and then there's also a limited series category which we'll get to so it's Mm -hmm. just like yeah it does feel like everything that Although I'm sure Prime is not happy about their their money, their cash cow show being not cash cow. Sorry, cash. What's the what's the phrase for when the show is really expensive? Their um their money cash sink. Pit. That's money what I want to say. Yeah, cash sink, money pit. Their money pit show not being nominated. I wouldn't say anyone's surprised about it though. No, but again, I, I like I'm less surprised that it's not on it than I am that it's not on it and House of the Dragon is. I think it's just like the perception must be that house of the dragon is like somehow grittier and so worthy of a emmy nomination i don't really know i don't know what the well and it's like game of thrones was always like a emmy sure. darling and critics love it and i think a lot of people still like house of the dragon for the game of thrones connection listen well, I think and acting... to be fair people actually just liked it like we did not but there are a lot of people that did i will admit I, the acting i can i can imagine being like Matt Smith, yes, absolutely. I could imagine being nominated, but just like the overall series, I yeah, I, I think everyone, yeah, the act. I mean, I wouldn't say anyone was doing a bad job. No, no, no. That, was, so, that was yeah, the thing I enjoyed probably most about the show. I agree with that. I have no more outstanding drama series thoughts. You must be happy about Yellow Jackets, though. Uh, I am. I think I was pretty surprised last year when that was nominated, but then I guess because it had been, I wasn't so surprised that that's on. Oh, you know what? I did have a comment about. Outstanding drama series. I would have loved Bad Sisters to be on this list. Did it, I don't know if that counts as a drama series, though. It could have been limited series, except that they did announce a second season. So I think it would have gone in drama. And again, I'm not surprised. I would have been surprised had it made it into the drama series nominations. I do wish it had been. And not totally like I was kind of surprised that Sharon Horgan got nominated. She got nominated for our lead actress for Bad Sisters. So I think I would have been more okay with Bad Sisters not being on the drama list if it felt like no one had ignored it altogether. But they didn't. So then it's like, come on, where's the nom for drama? Absolutely better than House of the Dragon. I would, yeah. A hundred percent. Who could disagree? But should we move on to comedy series? Comedy? Yeah, let's do it. I was shocked jury duty was on here and not because i don't like it i just like I'm, that's hilarious to me that prime's most expensive show is not on here and <laughs> that, like duty the is. show they probably like never expected to make any money or do anything is on is nominated i i'm not so surprised i feel like there are other things i mean we're talking about prime i i really loved primo i know you know this and it was like it's very new and it didn't really get it it, it premiered during the very start of the Writers Guild strike. And so didn't really get a ton of uh, promo from, like there were no 
uh, interviews and, and things like that. And jury duty, while I loved a lot, it's like up there with Primo. I'm just, I'm interested to see if how that show keeps going and if maybe next year it'll get a nom for comedy series. It's, it's as heartwarming as Abbott Elementary. And I feel like Abbott Elementary just got like a lot of people behind it really quickly. And there was a lot of word of mouth. And I think that's missing for something like Primo. And all, same with Jury Duty. Like it just had like a cult, like people were sharing things on TikTok and Instagram. And I wish, I wish Primo had gotten some, some recognition. Yeah, Jerry Duty totally got that bump from from social media and got like a word of mouth following. Surprised that it's on here, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't think Primo has remotely gotten that. I still no. only watched one episode. So sorry. It's okay. Now that it was bad, just it didn't hook me. I wouldn't say a snub, but I see what you mean. In a world where Jerry Duty could be nominated, I get why you're sad. I personally, Thank I was you. excited that Jerry Duty was on here in the first place, but I did not see Primo. Anyway, more interestingly is Ted Lasso. I think. Yeah. No, 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 no. Please remove that. <laughs> it's not surprising, but I, I kind of wondered if it was going to do as well. And it's shocking to me that it's, it got the fourth most nominations overall. I stopped earlier when I was listing, I stopped at three, but this was number four, Ted Lasso season three. That's just not accurate. I'm so sorry to everyone. I'm just like, ah, uh... I think they just like couldn't let it go. I don't know. Like they weren't looking at it obviously clearly. And they it was just the bias of they it was the last season. They wanted to send it out. They liked the first two seasons. I mean, it's always been nominated heavily, right. but yeah. If if you look at this season more critically, it feels like it shouldn't have been. It's definitely riding on the coattails of the previous two seasons and just like nostalgia. I don't know. I would say shrinking i know you didn't like shrinking i personally would have liked to see shrinking on this list more than i cared to see ted lasso or wednesday i don't i don't know why that's on here i need to again formally state i do not dislike shrinking i just didn't <laughs> love it as much as everyone else but yeah i can see that i can see why did you ever finish watching it i think so it's so oh. truly like <laughs> did not leave an imprint on me i'm so sorry um what I but am happy to see. disliked Ted Lasso, so you'd still prefer shrinking over that. Again, I didn't. Well, okay. I would definitely, if if we're going in the the realm of dislike to like or the the um spectrum, compared to shrinking, I disliked Ted Lasso just because I had higher expectations and like they didn't it didn't meet my expectations. But I I wouldn't say I like outright disliked it. I think I was pretty neutral. Uh, like I would I didn't want to keep watching which to some people might be a dislike. And to me, it's just sort of like, uh, it's not not worth it to me right now. No, I get um, that. Again, these but, categories have so many things in them that like, I'm not super shocked that Ted Lasso's on here. No. The bear? Great. Lovely. Obviously. Amazing. So happy. That would have been the biggest snub. It is funny. The comedy series categorization has gotten so strange mm -hmm. with how many like dark 30 comedies. minute yeah, oh. dark comedies or even just like not comedies the bears 30 minutes but it's not <laughs> people argue this day and night it's mm -hmm. not a comedy it does have like comedic moments but it's hilarious that's in a category with abbott elementary and only murders in the building same with um when you said bad sisters for outstanding drama i was like almost could fit in a comedy like that to me is more comedic than it is drama but i yeah like blends the lot it blends the, oh, there's so there's so much that's the confusing there's natasha leone with her nomination for lead actress in a comedy series for poker face poker face is an hour-long 
Columbo mystery of the week. Like what? It's got some like giggles, but it's not. How did we get here? Why is that allowed? And so the, the guidance between comedy and drama, I feel like is just so, so unclear at this point. And the bear and Barry are probably the most obvious, like, what are we doing here for being nominated as a standard comedy? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we need to make new categories just point blank. But also like, why delineate? That's what I guess when I say new categories, I mean less like type of show and more just like, I, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm thinking. I haven't fully formed this thought. I was thinking more like vibe energy, <laughs> like, like outstanding show that made you cry. Outstanding show that made you laugh. I don't know. That would be um, hilarious if they started naming things like that. Let's move on to lead actor in a drama. So we already mentioned three succession actors, Brian Cox, Kieran Culkin and Jeremy Strong. Just for my own curiosity, who out of those three do you think deserves the most to be on this list? Uh, I can tell you who I think, I mean, I think they all deserve to be on the list, which is the sad thing is that they all truly were great. It's it's just, if they were trying to pick one, I think Brian Cox, especially in this most recent season, amazing actor, didn't do his best work in this season. Potentially the most surprising to me that he's on the list is is what I'll say. I don't know. And then between Karen Culkin and Jeremy Strong, like I think they both do such a good job. I don't I don't know that I have an obvious like I would be more surprised if Karen Culkin won over Jeremy Strong. I think that's not necessarily think, my personal preference, but I would be surprised. I agree with you. I think that's possibly no, I think that's definitely due to a lot of the discourse around Jeremy Strong's method acting and like how much is talked about how much he puts into acting and like his process. I feel like that has been sort of talked about a lot more than Kieran Culkin and Kieran Culkin is just great, but there's less, I think people think of him as just like, Oh, he's just like kind of playing himself. And I think that gets a little bit more, a little bit less uh, recognition than something like Jeremy Strong. Not that that's good or bad. I guess that is probably why I think that. Although if I think about the season and, the performances and the different scenes like Kieran Culkin really did an excellent job yeah he ate yep I am hoping not to cut you off but I'm hoping that what I predicted may come true and that they will split the votes and that our boy Pedro wins that would be the most heartwarming touching speech can you imagine just like who he would thank what his face would look like he would just it's all what he warmth. was wearing i just what he was wearing i love his whole <laughs> his sartorial choices his whole vibe but really he was so incredibly good in the last of us that i mean all the all those boys in succession like they're they're great i don't know i think pedro deserves this and jeff bridges and the old man like he was good he was fine not too noteworthy for me bob odenkirk always good. I wouldn't be sad if he won, but really I'm, I'm hoping for Pedro on this one. I was about to mention about Jeff Bridges and Bob Odenkirk. I, I better call Saul is one of those shows that I know people like just out in the ether. I'm like aware of, but it's always surprising to me when it's on these lists. I'm like, really that like spinoff from, (laughs) from another really big show. Like, okay. Uh, and then I didn't watch the old man, so I had nothing to say, but I like Jeff Bridges. So Oh my gosh, there is a like rabid Better Call Saul fandom out there. And I oh, mean, I know. So I've only seen a few episodes, but like, I mean, it's, it's, I think, deserving of awards. I mean, Bob Odenkirk is, I think, exceptional, but 
There's some, and I had, I, again, I'm not like super researched on this, but I think there's a thing where Better Call Saul is like always nominated, but has never won anything. Mm. Or perhaps it's that they were never even nominated. There's something out there along those Somewhat lines. Somewhat of an underdog have, story. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe people would be hyped if he won this, but again, I think it's Pedro's. That's my hope. So shall we lead actress in a drama series now? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to refrain from saying who I hope it is. I feel like I, I was silent. I like Pedro. I, but you know, Kieran Culkin, my ah, guy. You feel anyway. Torn. <laughs> That's fair. So, outstanding lead actress in a drama series. So, I am gonna really annoyingly read these off because I think it's important. This is a this is an important race to me. So, Sharon Horgan for Bad Sisters. <laughs> yes, I am so stoked that that she's on there. I'm incredibly I stoked. That is amazing. I was so excited. Melanie Linsky in Yellow Jackets. I'll hold my comments on that for a second. Elizabeth <laughs> Moss. In the Handmaid's Tale, did we run out of options? Why? Why are we still doing this? Season five? Has she won? Uh, I think so. Okay. Bella yeah. Ramsey for The Last of Us. Oh, one thousand percent deserved. Hundred percent. Obviously, that's on there. Carrie Russell for The Diplomat. Oh, I was a little surprised. Not because Didn't she's watch... she's good. I just okay. I think I was surprised that the like, diplomat got any voters. Yeah, cared about yeah. that one. Felt that was a little bit recent like, too. February? Oh, I I was thinking like April, May, June, like in the last. I mean, April, maybe. It was definitely earlier, definitely not May or June. I think it's like she is Carrie Russell and the voters love her. And I think they were like, oh, she was in a new show. Sure. But who knows? Sarah Snook for Succession. Ugh. As much as I like other people on this list, like, come on. She is everything to like me. The, just like one of the best acting performances in the whole world ever to live, ever but to it is, be. It is upsetting. Actually, I was about to say it's upsetting to me that Sharon Horgan and Sarah Snook have to like duke it out in the same category. But as soon as I those words started leaving my lips, I was like, honestly, Succession and Bad Sisters are more similar than I originally thought. And just terms of like the mixture of comedic beats and drama yeah yeah i i take back what i said 30 seconds ago um not even 30 I, seconds. I mean i like sharon horgan but uh sorry sarah snuck this is hers this she deserves this sharon horgan could also i mean created bad sisters like i feel like she could get recognition of like just creating a masterpiece <laughs> i don't need her to win for best actress yeah I guess you know what's saying. interesting is yeah i wouldn't say that her performance really stood out a lot it's hard because it's an ensemble show so i was gonna say like, i think they it's were all incredible they were strong together yeah but i i wouldn't say hers was like i was i mean i was a little surprised that she was in here mostly because i thought they were gonna ignore the show altogether but i just i mean i feel bad for bella ramsey because like i want to say that she should win but like sarah snook was so good and hopefully bella ramsey wins in a future year i mean she was obviously amazing too just feels I like have, such a different that feels like such a different category. The Last of Us to Succession. Those are just very different shows, different kinds of acting. Like I I don't know. I don't I mean, like I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah, I guess as I'm saying all of these things, I'm just like, I want my favorite shows to have some recognition everywhere. And so it feels unfair. I mean, they're both doing drama. Like it's not I mean, there's comedy in succession, but I think for Shiv, especially like the way she's playing it is very serious and there's a lot of nuance in her performance but i wouldn't say it's like as nuance of comedy as maybe like kieran culkin's sure that's true i think she's she especially in this season like did a lot with 
like the female character of like strong but also vulnerable and like yeah. traumatized and just yeah, I would agree. I think honestly, I think from that standpoint, it's very similar to Bella's character in The Last of Us. Just thinking of The Last of Us as more of like that dropped into action versus that dropped into almost like a dramatic play feels different, but not not enough. I I agree. Yeah, I'm. I take back what I said. You just want them both to win. And I just want them both to win. I feel you. I would also like them both to win. I do have, I, I will say some quick things about Yellow Jackets. I know you didn't watch it, so I won't say. I, I won't watched half the, the first season oh. and I was, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm, but go ahead. Well, okay, but not, okay. So this is obviously for season two. So season one, yes, Melanie Linsky crushed it, absolutely killed it. Season two, she's still, she's still Melanie Linsky doing a great job, but for her to have been nominated over Christina Ricci, Sophie mm-hmm. Nelise, and Samantha Hanratty, and honestly, probably other people in the show is kind of surprising to me and i just think that maybe some of the other people i named deserved it more specifically for season two yeah melanie's still good but i just think there were some really really standout performances i mean sophie nelise is insane you'll have to get to season two but like her so she's young shauna and in season two she i would say has more of a, a character arc more of a story centered more on her and she's insane like insanely good and like jaw-droppingly fantastic in season two yeah. honestly samantha hanratty also and they wouldn't have been for lead actress uh they would have been i guess supporting, supporting. but there's no like it's just molly linsky for yellow jackets for this season in terms of the acting and i was surprised kind of bummed i was surprised only because i'm only getting my information from you about yellow jackets is uh, you had sort of mentioned that season two was a little less, was a little underwhelming. And I don't know if you still stand by that, but that I it was do, nominated yes. at all. But I guess that's how, like, Ted last, like, we, we could talk about all the things yeah, that I no, think the I mean, second season still, was underwhelming. It's, it's still good. It just yeah. still deserved to be, uh, yeah, no, it definitely still deserved to be nominated. All right. Do you want to move on to lead actor in a comedy series? Yes. I have <laughs> one point, And where is Harrison Ford? <laughs> that is my whole point. He absolutely deserved. I'm like, I mean, it, over it, Jason Siegel. Come on. Well, I know you're a Jason Siegel hater. I think Jason Siegel did fine. Whatever. Did Interesting. Fine. Note your choice of words. Yeah. Well, like, okay. Well, so Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso's on here. And again, I think that was like fine. It was, especially as like for a season three, I don't think, I don't think he was a standout even in his own show in season three. I think for shrinking, if it had to be one person, it, it should have been Harrison Ford. It's his best performance ever, I think. Harrison Ford is so insanely good. And Jason Segel is is good. But how did we pick him over? Like, what's going on there? It's honestly shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, notably, I'd say otherwise, Martin Short and, and no Steve Martin is interesting. I'm not excited about anyone in this outstanding lead actor in a comedy series except Jerry, Jeremy Allen White. And I don't think he belongs in a comedy series list is, I guess, what I'm. Well, again, he, him and Bill Hader for Barry. Sure. Like, yeah. They, oh, Bill in Hader. a category with shrinking only murders and Ted Lasso is like funny. I feel bad for for forgetting to say Bill Hader, too. I do also think Bill Hader is probably deserving. I just haven't seen the least recent episode or the recent um, season of Barry so I can't really comment but he's always great so I haven't either but I think my personal preference would be to give this one to Jeremy Allen White 
for the bear, even though it's not. <laughs> I would agree with that. <laughs> I'm surprised there's nothing from like, I don't know, I guess maybe Abbott Elementary, but I maybe not. It's more of an ensemble. It's not like a outstanding lead actor kind of situation, I guess. I'm trying to remember from last year. No, I think for actor, they've only got people in the supporting categories. Like Tyler James Williams is nominated for supporting actor in a comedy. Like who would be, I think. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Who would be the, I think like. Him, yeah, but I, I guess he's not. Anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For lead actress in a comedy series, we do have. Quinta. Quinta Brunson for Abbott, as she should. Absolutely. And uh, I did not get into the Wednesday craze as much as everyone else did. I know that people were into it for sure. Like we mentioned before, it's one of the cash cows of Netflix. Um, did you? It's like their you most watched, watched show ever, apparently, like over Stranger Things now. Yeah. Do you think Jenna Ortega is an outstanding lead actress in a comedy series? Yes. Okay, I great. I'm not a Wednesday super fan. I wouldn't even necessarily suggest people go watch it. I think I gave it like a B minus maybe. But Jenna Ortega is fabulous as Wednesday. Ooh, good like, going, girl. Definitely a noteworthy performance. I'm I'm happy that she's on the list. I'm not necessarily happy that Wednesday is nominated overall, but Jenna Ortega, I think, deserves this one. This category was a little weird, and I can't Very say for weird. sure that it's missing anyone, at least that I can think of. And then again, Natasha Leone for Poker Face, when objectively not, not a comedy, a comedy. is funny. But also, so is Succession. Like it's right. just so confusing. So is Bad Sisters. Yeah, we can. I think we can move on. I. I mean, Rachel Brosnan. I Brosnahan. I always say Brosnan instead. Um, I would like to say was great, as excellent as Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I had a Marvelous Mrs. Maisel renaissance in this last season. It had sort of lost me there in the middle, and I liked the last season, the finale, a lot. I thoroughly enjoyed myself, and I'm glad that um, she's got a nod in this nom that's all so if we're moving on to the supporting actor supporting actress categories i'm gonna lump them together because there are 16 i believe nominations between those two categories and 10 of them if my quick counting is correct are from the white lotus so basically the whole cast of the white lotus season two has been nominated as supporting actor or supporting actress also and, a good number of succession people in as well. Yeah, it's really, it's like kind of split between the two. Basically, anybody who's been in succession and anyone who was in season two of The White Lotus has been nominated. With a quick nod to Better Call Saul and The Crown. Those each get one. It's literally just those two shows and then one for The Crown and one for Better Call Saul. Kind of wild, but like also I get it. And everyone on The White Lotus was incredible. I mean, I am very happy that Megan Faye was nominated. Oh, yeah. I also very happy that Arby Plaza was nominated. Jennifer Coolidge obviously needed to be nominated. And then we a couple of um the like Italian actresses, Sabrina Impacciatore. I mean, I mm-hmm. actually don't know how to pronounce these, and Simona Tabasco. So those those are interesting. I do wonder if we're just completely absolutely splitting the vote here i don't see a world in which megan fay wins even though i would have really liked that i actually think potentially a hot take that maybe jay smith cameron deserves to win this for succession and that is jerry i like that i agree with you everyone is excellent i again it's it seems like splitting hairs to call some of these people supporting actresses like 
Aubrey Plaza and Megan Faye, I know it was an ensemble thing, but they well, each that's why it's because right. I, yeah, I don't know how they delineate either, but I think in a in an ensemble that's like so clearly an ensemble, like the White Lotus, everybody is. I don't think there's a single. There wasn't a single like lead like lead actor, actress. But I'll submit to you, uh, Abbott Elementary. I think Quinta Brunson, while like yes, the main character in some ways, doesn't get necessarily like so much more screen time than her school counterparts like that also is an ensemble and yet she got lead I really don't don't know know how they I don't know how they decided I would say maybe with that like the show is still sort of around her perspective like the entry point was like her and her friends and who she interacts with whereas the White Lotus is really a bunch of different characters living their lives and how they intersect Mm -hmm. and there's not clearly one person's entry point I think if somebody had to have been lead actress, like Jennifer Coolidge for this season of the white Lotus. But then again, I, I don't know how they decide this, but I, I, I really wish I could just say Megan Faye, it's yours. You get it. But I just don't think that's going to happen. I'm surprised that you say Jay Smith Cameron only because for all of the seasons of succession, this one, again, she was in the least, like she had the least to do with. And I, she that's was excellent. True. She's so good, but I kind of wish for an earlier, like maybe season two or something. I don't know. Has she won before? I I I binged Succession this year. So for me, that's hard for me to separate in my mind. So I'm probably messing that up. She's incredible for sure. Like I do not want to say, I just mean for this specific. Yeah, um, you you could be right on that. Do you know who Elizabeth Debicki for The Crown is? I don't watch The Crown. Elizabeth Debicki was very convincing as Diana in her more tragic period. I feel like Diana's always tragic. Um, Very good. Yeah. Deserved. I don't feel like that was a mistake. We could now briefly come back to supporting actor in a drama series. Again, actually this time, entirely the White Lotus and Succession. There's nobody else in here. So who do I like the most on this list? Okay. it's, It's obviously Matthew McFadden's. I mean, if anyone else wins, fine, but like it should be his. I mean, he oh. and Sarah Snuck absolutely ruled this season of Succession. Yeah, I I'm just scanning again. Like Nicholas Braun, always good, but not near. Didn't touch Matthew, my guy Matthew that I refer to with his first name. Will Sharp, he was Aubrey Plaza's counterpart, right? Um, in White yeah, Lotus, so. Theo James. Obvious, like both great but yeah i agree i think there's alexander skarsgård great but doesn't touch matthew mcfadden either and then it's their dad and the grandpa from the white lotus yeah it's a bummer that they're all so good just i know like, it's sorry like you can't all even, win it's just it's so close i think for a lot of them and it's i mean they're all splitting the vote there's literally only two shows in this category but it's matthew mcfadden's if i had to say i would be a little disappointed if yeah if he did not win i'm thinking ahead now i moved yeah. ahead mentally to the supporting actor and actress for comedy series categories and it yes. has to be you say you're thinking ahead but that's where we're that's our next well we're here, I, we're here now I didn't, I didn't wait for the transition a supporting actor in a comedy series i i liked this list i would say i didn't need brett goldstein necessarily i don't think this was, i think this was his weakest performance this season i love him he's great Mm, not not particularly my favorite but yay for phil dunster so this is the first time he's been nominated 
And he was so good this season. So deserved. Yeah. He was the season. <laughs> it was all filled he, he is my Ted Lasso. Yes. So really excited that he finally got nominated. Everybody else, I think, nominated for Ted Lasso this year has already been nominated before, except for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I almost want him to win just because that was the like saving grace of Ted Lasso for me. He, yeah, made me keep coming back. I, again, can't speak for Barry because I haven't seen this most recent season but I can't imagine it was anything but good. Um, James Marsden for jury duty. I'm a little surprised by, I loved the show, but it doesn't feel like something that like, I don't know. I, I get, I don't know how I feel. About I was that surprised. Kind of it wasn't odd. like it's his He's best just playing work. like a shitty version of himself, like an right. unlikable version of himself, which I mean, I think the ability to improv for that long is insane so like so yeah maybe that's maybe I'm not thinking about it correctly well yeah but like I wouldn't say that he improved for so long better or worse than any of the other people at jury duty like I don't know if he deserves to be up here it's just that he's more slightly more notable I guess well he was the yeah he was like the star the the named star so who knows I don't have other feelings on that I have that category the bear nod for actors like his performance, even Mas Bachran, Bachrach, Bachrach. He really went for it, whatever Bachrach. you were saying. I feel like when I see that Bachrach. many CHs, I'm like, it should be like Bachrach. But I doubt that's how he pronounces his last name. And I'm really sorry. <laughs> his performance was amazing in this season. It is much more of a dramatic performance to me. This is for last season. Oh, eh. yeah. He was great, but like. I know. I kind of thought wait, that too. Wait for this season. Maybe. I mean, definitely for season two. Oh, yeah. And please. if they just needed people in this category, because I can't really think of anyone else. I mean, I could if given more time, but mm-hmm. I can move on we to can move supporting on. actress. And uh, again, a category that I have no bad feelings about. And I don't think anyone is a surprise. And I don't think anyone's a snub. Very happy to see Janelle James and Cheryl Lee Ralph again for Abbott. Honestly, I'm. I think Hannah Waddingham is incredible in Ted Lasso this season, even if the season was weak. And Juno Temple, always good. Really happy about Jessica Williams and Shrinking. That was probably mm. my most excited about that one. And I do think AO she was great in Shrinking, bear. even though I didn't love Shrinking as much as the next person. Yeah, I think Jessica Williams was great. And Ao, sorry, I cut you off for the bear. Super. Alex Borstein, marvelous Mrs. Maisel in this finale season um, really pulled a lot together as well. It was really kind of her and um, Rachel just flying the whole show the entire time. And this last season was like a culmination of all of that. I don't know if I think she should win over. I don't know. I don't know who I prefer in this list. I'd be happy with probably any of these people. Honestly, it's a great list. I would be happy if Cheryl Lee Ralph won just because I love her speeches. <laughs> would love to see her speech. I I kind of do hope it's either A.O. Janelle or Cheryl or Jessica. Like I love Juno and Hannah mm-hmm. for Ted, but I don't know. I'm just overall not as feeling good about that season. And I think one of the other ones should win. But again, I mean, that's four people I just listed. So I'm pretty happy with that, that category. I was about to say like, yes, that plus Alex Borstein. I'm yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a Maisel watcher, so I can't chime in. But I do have a lot of thoughts on the next category, which on my list at least is limited series. I have a, oh, bad thoughts. Okay, I'm going to quickly read them because I have thoughts on all of them. Beef on Netflix, Dahmer. 
the Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix. Daisy Jones and the Six from Prime. Fleshman is in Trouble from Hulu. And Obi-Wan Kenobi from Disney+. Plus. Interesting. How did we get here? Why is Obi-Wan Kenobi on this list? I have so many questions about that. This, that show was released to barely any uh, acclaim at the time. People didn't really care about it. I watched a little bit of it. I thought it was quite boring. Not that I'm the biggest Star Wars girly, but like in general, it didn't really seem to be wasn't wasn't critically acclaimed wasn't nope. super popular fine if they want to include it if this list had four more things on it but where is swarm where is dead ringers where is speaking for you and not me a small light where is the english I, there there were so many better choices some of those that you listed early i in my mind they are too late but i think i'm just my my I think you're bad at pushed. that. Yeah, yeah I think it, I'm bad so at that. the nomination window closes May 31st. Right. And everything I named definitely came before that. Wow, time flies. Okay. It um fly. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. I agree with everything you mentioned that should be there. I personally did not watch Dahmer, the Jeffrey Dahmer monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Don't know if it should be included in there. Obi-Wan Kenobi also didn't watch, but also heard from friends and family that watched it like if you liked star wars great but didn't touch things like Andor. like i i i'm very surprised i don't get it i mean i also would take Dahmer off the list but i boycotted it out of it being to me bothersome exploitative thin, yeah exploitative thank you mm-hmm. and but i mean i heard like it was well made i guess whatever Daisy Jones and the Six, I was not surprised at this point to see it on here. No, I kind of like that it's there, even if it did, like, I don't, I would no, be surprised I if it won. I don't won. dislike it. I was, uh, yeah, I was fine with it. But yeah, bothered that, really, really bothered that Dead Ringers wasn't on here. And I just don't mm-hmm. think that anybody voting for the Emmys watched it because it's not on here at all. And I have, was going to save this point for later, but Rachel Vice not being nominated is insane if you've seen dead ringers i remember you yeah talking it up a lot i like that is surprising to me i can tell they just didn't watch it at all because it should have been in this category and it should have been rachel vice for lead actress in a limited series and those being missing i just and unsurprisingly i don't think i just don't think they watched it a lot of people didn't watch it Ugh, i hate this category i hope beef wins is clearly the best in this list I say that as someone who has not gotten through Fleischman is in trouble, but I have heard good things about it. I like Fleischman is in trouble. I'm also like, I I don't feel very strongly. Um, I do feel strongly about, yeah, what I think shouldn't be on here, but I agree. A small light. I really liked not on here. Like you mentioned before. I'm a little, it's just like a little baffling, but we, I would like to move on because I don't want to keep thinking about this. Shocking. (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi's on there. Okay. Fine. Lead actor in a limited series. Taron Edgerton, I screamed. I squealed when I saw him on this list because <laughs> in a he good way, I'm so assuming. much deserves it. And Great. I was really okay. hoping he would win. But I was actually a little worried he wouldn't even get nominated. Apple TV doesn't have the best track record with the Emmys. It's still like very low nominations compared to HBO Max, Netflix. Obviously, like Ted Lasso has done well at the Emmys last few years. But everything else feels like I just crossed my fingers and hope for the best. And there are so many good shows on Apple TV Plus that I have never seen come across the Emmys. Like that in reminds me, yeah. just I totally forgot to put Blackbird on the limited series list. Another one that mm. absolutely should have been there. Be- besides, especially Obi-Wan if Kenobi. it's given a nod in the lead yeah. actor category. So yeah, if they watched it, 
I'm just confused. Blackbird was really excellent. I very much hope it's Taryn Edgerton for Blackbird. Although Stephen Young was also so amazing good in beef. Yeah. So I'm I'm having a little trouble between the two of them, but for me, this is their category. Can I admit that I have no idea what George and Tammy is? Because what in the world is that? Oh, what's her name? Jessica Chastain and Michael Shannon. It's um they played like a country music duo. I think it's like a biopic. Isn't it a country like George and Tammy when when I did not see it, so I cannot speak to yeah, Tammy Wynette and George Jones. Country mu- country music power pop couple. All right, good for them. Um, I had the red had no idea. There. Didn't watch it though, and didn't see Daniel Weird. Radcliffe as Al Yankovic, but cool for him. I mean, I think he's such a good character actor at this point. I also and did not see it, but I heard so many good things, so probably deserved. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you but off. But I just think Taryn Edgerton and Stephen Young just absolutely blew me away with their performances. Kumail mm. Johnny being on this list for Welcome to Chippendales is shocking to me. I don't know why you Welcome hated to Chippendales touched the Emmys. It did not deserve to be anywhere on this list. If anything, and it got a few noms. If anything about Welcome to Chippendales was nominated, I'm not surprised that it's Kumail Johnny. but you saying that there are others is surprising. But I, yeah, Julia I really Lewis. like Kumail. Murray Bartlett. I mean, mm. the acting performance, like, oh, and Annalie Ashford. Everyone was good. I'm honestly just shocked the show made it in here at all. Got it. There had to have been other choices. Donald Gleason for mm. the patient. Mm-hmm. I'd argue he should have been on this list rather I than Donald Gleason and Johnny. And he was insane in the patient. Like, like literally, <laughs> like his character <laughs> is insane. <laughs> but no, he was so good. Anyway, so. It's a it's an interesting category. I think there's mistakes in there, but Taryn Edgerton and Steven Yet, absolutely deserving. Do you have similarly strong feelings about lead actress in a limited series or movie? I have strong thoughts. Uh, maybe you could guess. Well, I, I would assume you have strong thoughts about a couple of people. Like Ali Wong, I think you also think was okay, amazing who, at Beef. Who's my strong negative thought about? It's got to be Riley Keough. Yes, it is obviously <laughs> Riley Keough. I'm sorry. Why? How is Riley Keough on this list? She was fine at best in Daisy Jones and the Six. She was, I should say she was good at best. Cause like some of it was good. The present ones where she's like older. I like, I mean, I had a problem with as people mm-hmm. know, if they listen to our podcast, I uh, just, it's feeling questionable, especially when Rachel Vice was right there. Although clearly they didn't know that. Yeah. That is surprising. I thought, again, I had less to say about Daisy Jones and the Six negatively than you did but i would agree definitely not what i thought was like the shining star of the show like emily blunt for the english elizabeth olsen in love and death rachel vice in dead ringers yeah all better choices all yep. honestly to me like it's a little surprising to have her on here i don't know but i'm a, i'm a hater call me a hater call it what you want ali wong for beef is absolutely my leading like she should win Lizzie Kaplan in Flashman is in Trouble was very good, but I sort of agree. Ali Wong. Ali Wong for president. Okay. Moving on to outstanding supporting actor in a limited series or a movie. Um, so this is what I was talking about. I'm surprised that Welcome to Chippendale's got this many nominations. Like Murray Bartlett true. is so good, but why for Welcome to Chippendale's? It just feels weird. I also think... Ray Liotta for Blackbird is a little bit ceremonial because it was one of his mm-hmm. last performances. He's not in it that much. Uh, I know it's a supporting actor, but it, it it's Even feeling so. 
yeah. And and I don't have a problem with that. That's just a thought I had. Paul Walter Hauser for Blackbird. And just absolutely crazy good, like worryingly good at playing a like a mentally ill serial killer. So believable, so insane. I could talk about the performances on that show forever. And again, Ray Liotta like wouldn't necessarily come up in like Paul Walter Hauser and Taryn Edgerton, which is so, so, so good. You have so many more strong feelings about this limited series, about all of the limited series uh, um, nominations than I do, because my people are not on here. Like all of the snubs for the other limited series that should be like a small, I don't know, you any of get them. any for the English or small I. No. Yeah. And yeah. I just am like, oh, okay, that's whatever. I think my only other thought in these categories is, Again, Jesse Plummins being nominated for Love and Death means that they did watch Love and Death. So mm. I am a little surprised that Elizabeth Olsen didn't get a nom. Mm. Yeah. Oh, totally. I feel like people like Seems Elizabeth strange. Olsen if we're doing you... anything about public opinion. Yeah, they do. Did you want to say things about Daisy Jones and the Six for supporting actress in the limit series? Uh, yeah, I just think Camilla Marone. I'm glad that she's on here. I'm, I was surprised and I was I'm glad. surprised, but I'm glad she's she on here. Definitely better than Riley Keough. She, in terms of just straight up, like objectively acting performances, I think. I feel like I said this from like episode two. I was like, she, or maybe even episode one, she was the one that kept me engaged so much in the story. And like her emotional viewpoint was sort of my anchor to the whole show. I don't know if it was supposed to be that way, but I, in like for that alone, I think she was great. I know that you have some issue with that she looked like she wasn't from the era, but I don't think that she could do no, anything about that. No, I got over it. I like, okay. I really like her, and I think she was a, one of the best, if not the best, parts of that show. And I kind of hope she wins that category. I think that'd be really cool for her. And I don't feel strongly cool. about anyone else there. Again, a little surprising to me that Juliette Lewis and Annalie Ashford got nominations for Welcome to Chippendales. Mm. Maria Bella was great in Beef, so I, I'd be fine with that. But I think their Danes cool. is always good. But I agree, Camila Marone could could. Uh, could win that and I would be happy. All right. We are, we've got a lot to go and we are, um, we are many. We're, we'll be pretty much done after guest actor. I don't know that we have okay. a lot of strong thoughts about the reality TV and technical categories. Oh, ho, ho. no, I think you're right. <laughs> you don't so know me. Okay. If we move on to guest actor and guest actress in a drama series, these are always funny because like, you really don't have to be in it. You can be for, in it for like yeah. one episode. Mm-hmm. And I just personally was so excited to see Mary Bartlett and Nick Offerman for The Last of Us that I didn't even really read the rest of these lists. I mean, Melanie Linsky again and not for The Last of Us. I think very good. Anna Torv. Are which... these? <laughs> I just realized these are just The Last of Us in succession. Again. Yep. 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 At least for Entirely, the. Entirely. Yeah. Purely. For oh, the for the series. actor as well. Yeah. Yeah. For both. Like That's it's funny. Just listing. Yeah. Mary Bartlett and Nick Offerman from episode three of The Last of Us. Lamar Johnson and Kayvon Montreal Woodard for episode four of The Last of Us. Yeah. Arian Moyed, he was in various episodes as Stevie Stewie. Mm-hmm. Stewie. Stewie. Succession. Uh, and James Cromwell is the uncle, right? The great uncle. Oh, yes. Yep. I believe. Nick's, and then uh, yep. I am having less. Oof, I feel like I did pretty good with the guest actor category, knowing all the names. I do not know. I am. Abbas and Cherry Jones for Succession. Who are they? Harriet Walter is their mom. I think that's a fun. That's a fun one. Anna Torv, obviously, in The Last of Us. Storm Reed. That's a great. 
That's a great choice for The Last of Us and Melanie Linsky. Uh, Harriet Walter. I'm. I will. I would bet that she will be nominated in the next in the upcoming Emmys as well. For she's been in a lot of projects lately. Um, but I don't feel super strongly about any of these except that they're all pretty deserving and they're all they deserving. could all win. Yeah. So Cherry Jones plays the elder Pierce lady. The Pierce family, like the elder woman on that. Like, yeah, she was good. And then Hayam Abbas is ooh, the wife, his wife. We've done we've done this. Outstanding guest actress in a comedy series. Yeah, Sarah Niles being nominated is interesting because she was in approximately 45 seconds of Ted Lasso this season. But I love Sarah Niles, so like I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, and you, it's funny, you were just talking about Harriet Walter was in a bunch of stuff. She is also nominated for guest actors in a comedy series for, who who does she play? She plays Hannah Waddingham's mom. The mother who's Thanks. interested in... Uh, psychic and everything. Psychic, yeah, thank you. I was waving my hands around. <laughs> yeah, so that is her mom. And I think Taraji P. Henson should win this category. I thought her episode of Abbott was so funny. I'm a little surprised AO is not in here for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series for Abbott, too. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Guest Actor, Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series? I love, every time John Bernthal is in The Bear, it's outstanding, exceptional. I think he does such a fantastic job. Totally agree. Same with Oliver Platt. Like I, everyone in the bear, I just feel an affinity towards. So I just like, and then Oliver Platt is, sec- great. I think he, I think for season two more so than season one though, like more yeah, noteworthy. Okay. That's fair. Not not that that's how this works, but just to say that. Nathan Lane and Only Murders in the Building. I'm just a little annoyed that Only Murders in the Building. I know you, you're an Only Murders hater. Uh, I do think Sam Richardson is hilarious in Ted Lasso, and I actually would be happy. He might be the only one where I'm like he should win for a Ted Lasso nomination. I I hope this one's John Brenthal. I uh, yeah, I'd be happy with whatever. Um, sorry, I got ahead of myself looking at outstanding television movie. Something I did Wait, not. We see. can move on to that. Isn't that hilarious? Dolly Parton's Mountain Magic Christmas. (laughs) This whole category is so strange to me. Like Hocus Pocus Pocus 2 was so bad. But also, what was the competition here? I can't think of a single television movie. Fire Island? And is everything that comes out on streaming streaming considered a television movie? And if so, there had to be better choices, right? I can't think of any off the top of my head. But I mean, Prey being on here, like Prey was an actually good, like good movie, I thought. Uh, it was like the newest like Predator movie and it was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. But then to be and weird, the Al Yankovic story I heard good things about. Mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus 2? Oh, how we, how did we end up here? Fixating on Hocus Pocus 2 and not Dolly well, Parton's Mountain Magic Christmas? I don't even know what Dolly Parton's Mountain Magic Christmas is. Like I can't even, I don't, I can't remotely pretend to have an opinion on that. But I did see Hocus Pocus 2. I have no other real feelings about any, I don't, not competition programs, host for a game show, talk series, None of these categories I have feelings about, I would say. Yeah, I think we've talked about all the things that I really care about. It turns out I don't care about that much, except for that I wish certain shows were on the limited series. Uh, And yeah, and that, like, I agree with all of the Succession and White Lotus nominations, but it seems hard that not all of them are going to win. Those are my takeaways. How about you? I think... The only things that really upset me were also the limited series category, Obi-Wan Kenobi over Ted Ringer's Swarm, <laughs> etc. Rachel Vice missing was the biggest dagger for me. In your and heart, yeah. Riley Keough 
ruffled my feathers her her nomination just being honest about that one and i was so excited about taron edgerton and his nomination and i think those were all my thoughts but overall like not not the most upsetting list of nominations but i did have some some feelings do you know when the emmys actually are we can talk about our reactions to them i believe all right so check back in in a couple months Find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to Double Take. If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take podcast is produced by Jess Ball and me, Jennifer Cullen.